We are live, live, no intro, no intro. It is Saturday, April 16th, 2022. It's the Wake Up Crew, your boy Ray G. You can find me on Twitter at Ray GQ. Is joined, joined as always by my man Jay Rich at your boy Jay Rich on Twitter. We were up, grinding the NBA slate, just put out an NBA prop bet video uh, for the Saturday slate, and we said, you know what? We're here, we're set up, all the shit's on the screen. We got trades, the patrons, the good patrons, DestinationDeviePatreon.com forward slash all gas have some uh, some trades they threw in the channel. So we said, you know what? Why not, Jay? Like, we, we might as well just do it, right? We might as well just go live and uh, walk through some trades. So what do we have here? Let's see. We got some people in the building. We got a couple of people. Uh, some, Let's go rap, folks from the, like from, the, from the wake up crew. It looked like there was like a bunch of people in there and they left out. But hope y'all are enjoying your Saturday, uh, Easter Sunday tomorrow. If you celebrate, uh, good luck to you here. Uh, so let's just get into it. There's no intro. There's none of that. Nope. We're just getting right into the trade. So there's a three way. We got a three way trade. These are always difficult to do, man. Just trying to like talk about them. But the guy in the Discord said, Ray. You got to talk about this. And what I said, Jay, closed mouth don't get fed. So he said, we got to talk about this one. Um, hey, shout out, man. Chris said, just join the Patreon. Shout out to you, man. Shout out. Let's shout go. Out, shout out. That's dope. Let's go. All right, first trade, three-way. Let's do it. And for those of y'all who are tapping in Dynasty Trade Show for the first time, um, we do not um, we do not dive into league, league specifics here. I mean, it's just it's not actionable for everybody out there listening to it. So we look at these trades from a very just high level view, dynasty startup value, where would we take them? Like just kind of looking at them from high level, high level view and not so much in depth with the uh, league specific settings. So here we go, man. All right, let's, let's walk through this one, Jay. We've got uh, one side of the uh, trade ledger receiving CD lamb and the 408. Okay. And he sent away Stefan Diggs in the 204. C.D. Lamb in 408 sends away Stefan Diggs in 204, all right? You got another side of this deal who received Derek Carr, Stefan Diggs, in the 508, and he's the one, wow, traded away Lamb Swift in the 111. Whoo! Yikes. <laughs> all right. So then the other side, the third party, right, the, the person that's holding the camera, received DeAndre Swift, the 204 and the 111 in 2022. And all he sent away, or she, was Derek Carr, the 408, and the 508. All right. Um, let's just start off with who got the worst end of this deal. Um, Jay, and, 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 oh, and they got vetoes. Good grief. Uh, no vetoes. <laughs> Dynasty rule number one, no vetoes in trades. I think... Z Addy. I'm not gonna call that person Zaddy. That's just <laughs> I can't do that, right? Uh not anymore. Uh sent away Lamb Swift in the 111. I just no, right? That's a no, right? Two That's a big no. Top 24 assets and a first Ooh, round pick. And the 111 for Carr Diggs in the 508. Do Ray, not take, take like in, it. Though, how mm. how could you trade? Think about it from this perspective. You couldn't trade Derek Carr to get CeeDee Lamb. You couldn't trade Stephon Diggs to get DeAndre Swift. And there's no way in hell you could trade a fifth-round pick to get a first-round pick. So it's uh, not great. I think the other two are winners by far, right? Pretty clearly. I think it was that Wish, 5584, definitely got the best end of the deal in my opinion. 
That is Zaddy2392, patreon.com forward slash all gas. Let's make sure you don't make that mistake again. Jay, I'm, I'm sorry. There's, It's not disrespect to you. I wasn't even listening because I'm just looking at this saying, how do you do this? Um, brutal. Brutal. brutal yeah. Um, Two winners, the, one loser, unfortunately. Yeah, I think... What do you think about the 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 lamb and the lamb in four hundred eight for Diggs in two hundred four? I, I I think I prefer Diggs in two hundred four, man. To be honest, really, with you. I do, I do. He just got a contract extension. Um, yep. He's going to be the guy for the next three years in Buffalo, tethered to Josh Allen. He's the number one target. I love CD Lamb, and I understand dynasty uh, youth sort of reigns supreme. But to get Stephon Diggs in the 204, which could easily be like a Jahan Dotson, if you just said this is Stephon Diggs and Jahan Dotson uh, for CD Lamb, I think I like that side of the deal more. Um, and then Wish 5584 getting Swift, the 111 and the 204, and all he gave up, the only thing he gave up Derek was Derek Carr. Carr. Let me tell you what happened. Um, Wish and G String 44 got together and figured out how to spank. <laughs> Zaddy twenty three ninety two, uh, not good. But we don't want to we don't want to bash on on this individual. But this was not a good trade. I don't care if it's single quarterback, super flex. Um, Could you imagine if it was single quarterback? Well, here's a here, well well well. Let's let's be let's be fair, right? Um, he did receive Stephon Diggs and Derek Carr, but giving up Lamb Swift in the one eleven is just where I I draw the line. I draw the line in the sand there. Um, not yeah. feeling that one. I would not be doing that. And nobody is my zaddy. Get the hell out of here. Nobody. No, I am zaddy. Nobody is my zaddy. All right. Let's go to Pitts and Pat Fryermuth, Jay. We got a Pitts and Fryermuth trade. P and P, pushing P. All right. What do we got here? What do we got here? We got Kyle Pitts in a 2023 first rounder being acquired for Pat Fryermuth, the 101, the 104, and the 204. This is easy, man. This is really easy. I'm I'm taking the Fryermuth side by a lot. I don't really even think it's that close. You give me Pat Fryermuth and Brees Hall over Kyle Pitts and whoever that first round pick is. Maybe you get a great running back, but maybe you don't. I'll take the great running back this year and, you know, potentially a quarterback or another wide receiver or even another running back at 1-4. You're telling me I could get Pat Fryermuth, Brees Hall, maybe even Kenneth Walker, and then you talk about Jahan Dotson at 204. And I got to give up Kyle Pitts, who may be really good and is really just highly valued. And you get the 23 first, which is which is good, right? It'll be a good player. But I'm taking the Pat Pryor side. I'm a big fan of Pryor I've been telling you for a while now, it seems. Uh, he's a guy I'd be buying right now. I think he's going to be a big asset for those Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'd be happy to uh, tear down. It feels like a lot of tears, but I think it's not my, as bad as people think it's going to be. My question is this, man. And we were having this conversation in the Discord the other day. Um Everybody's in on Fryermuth, and I love him, man. Big, he was my tight end two in the class, uh, very talented. Are you not concerned about the efficiency of the quarterback in Pittsburgh and the ability for, you know, we're valuing Fryermuth mad high, um, but inefficient quarterback play. Mitch Trubisky, I don't care if it's Kenny Pickett, uh, Malik Willis, you still have Deontay Johnson, and we talked about him yesterday. Deontay Johnson had damn near 170 targets last year and limped his way as a top 10 wide receiver. Like, he was, he was carried there by those targets. You know, Trubisky, Ritter, like, are we not concerned that, like, it's just an inefficient offense, man, and Fryermuth isn't really going to return the value that people have him valued at right now. I get, you know, 101, 104. I mean, this, I, 
I too like the package, right? Like I do. But I'm just I'm asking, are you not concerned about um, the efficiency of that offense with Pat Fryermuth? Because I think I think it's quite a bit of a tear down from Pitts to Pat Fryermuth. Uh, I am a little bit concerned, but I mean, at the same time, we're also coming from an offense that was very inefficient. And so from that standpoint, I'm not overly concerned about it. I understand that, you know, there's still Deontay Johnson, there's still Chase Claypool, but those are guys that need a more efficient quarterback. I don't think Pratt Firemuth needs a more efficient quarterback. He just needs a quarterback that can get him the ball. You know, tight ends are the safety blankets of younger quarterbacks and inexperienced quarterbacks, right? It doesn't really matter who you are most of the time bad quarterbacks will throw the ball more frequently to tight ends because it's easier right you can throw the ball over the middle of the field short crossers and that's where firemuth can obviously live and i think as well he's the best red zone threat on that team outside of obviously Najee harris running the ball yeah, yeah so yeah, you yeah. think about Najee's probably not going to see his 100 targets this year but he might you never know and maybe pratt firemuth can build off of the 80 that he saw last year to potentially you know hit almost a 100 target ceiling i don't know but i think year? he had 80 targets yeah he had 80 targets last year. So you're, to your point about Deontay Johnson getting 170, I think he's probably locked in at 150. But being a safety blanket for either a, a rookie quarterback, which we might see, or you know a Mitch Trubisky, who's not a, a guy who likes to bomb it down the field, I think he could really thrive in that offense. And maybe a little bit of inefficiencies, but hopefully Mitch is good enough to get him the ball at a 70% clip, which I think would be fine. To, so he could see somewhere in the realm of 60 receptions or so. I think that'd be pretty good for Firemuth. And people may want more. But for what you're paying for Pitts, he needs to, you know, what, see a thousand yards, 90 receptions, eight touchdowns, or he's kind of disappointing. He's just the best of the bunch. So for me, I'd be taking Brees. I'd be taking the 104 yeah. and Pat Fryermuth all day. I, I, I would rather have Kyle Pitts, but I think if you're offering me Fryermuth, Brees Hall, potentially Kenneth Walker or London or Wilson, yeah. whomever your wide receiver one is, and then we just talked about Jahan Dotson at 204 or, you know, if Ritter falls, like that's just a lot of high end quality assets uh, for Kyle Pitts. And, and what we, since we don't know where that first is, we project mid to late. Um, I think I'd prefer the, um, the Friar Muth side as well. All right, let's talk about some picks. It's rookie draft season. We got the draft in less than two weeks. Uh, and Jay, here we go. One-on-one Brees Hall, for 106-107. Brees Hall for uh, Garrett Wilson, Drake London. Brees Hall for Kenny Pickett, Garrett Wilson. Brees Hall for Trevor Burks. Yeah. What, what do you think? Are, are you doing this? You know, a lot of people talk about the tear down. And if you're at 101, the, the optimal move is to tear down and gain assets. Are you willing to move off of Brees Hall uh, to get two wide receivers or a quarterback and a wide receiver? Are you willing to move off of Brees uh, no, not for that price. I don't think it makes sense. I think you're just losing too much value. Um, we've talked about how it's Brees Hall at the top and then maybe Kenneth Walker in behind him. But outside of that, those receivers, they're going to have value for sure. But I would be happily taking the one-on-one here. You know, those mid first, we don't even know who they're going to be. We're not even sure where the tiers ultimately align. You're probably looking at, like you said, you know, maybe the wide receiver two, wide receiver three, depending on who you like and how this ultimately shakes out. So for me, I think I'd be happily taking the one-on-one here. The six and seven is fine. Uh, you might get some good players, but I think you're kind of taking a picked group and you're kind of taking what's left in tier one. And I'm not too happy about that. I'd rather have Brees for sure. Yeah, I, Johnny Applesauce said it best. Tear down for 23 picks, not two mid-first rounders in 2022. And then back to the tight end conversation. Shout out, Joe. What's up, Joe? What's up, my girl? Uh, the top tight end score on par with the wide receiver three through five. So that that was my thing with Pitts, man. Like, I, I would just – I would much rather 
Kyle Pitts. But man, that's that's a lot of assets to to get for Pitts. But back to this trade, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not moving off a of breeze for a wide receiver and Kenny Pickett. A hope and a prayer. Matt Corral and 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 Jameson Williams. I I just I wouldn't do it. I what if what if let's just play the what if game. This was uh, for the 106 and a 2023 first. Does that make it any different for you? Not really. No, not really. What because two again, 2023 I, I, first, two 2023 firsts. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. It's, but I that's, still don't think it makes sense. Okay. I, I, it's I, it's close though because then I think you could then you're in a range where if you want Bijan, you could probably package that and more to trade up Bijan. to get Bijan. Right? And Bijan is a better is a better love Brees fantasy asset. Yeah, love Brees. Bijan better prospect than Brees Hall. Right? Mm-hmm. That's where Brees. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I would do this. I, I would not do this deal. I would not do this deal. Um, shout out to Justin Mill. Just Mill though. That's a. That's a cheap price to pay to get Brees Hall, in my opinion. Yep. You gave up a QB two and a and a wide receiver, hoping a prayer, uh, fingers crossed for that hit uh, for Brees Hall. I like that deal. All right, one oh one, another one oh one trade. All right, everyone just trading Brees Hall. Nobody wants him. All right, uh, so we've got Deontay Foreman and the one oh one, aka Brees Hall, being acquired for a twenty twenty three first, the one oh five, and the two oh five. So we just saw Brees go for one oh you know, a six and a seven. Now you see him going for a five, a first and the two Oh five. What are your thoughts here? We're getting a little closer, right? We're getting a little closer. I think, you know, getting the two Oh five is important because that's right around where our drop-off point was, but the one Oh one for Isaiah Spiller, maybe Drake London, maybe Garrett Wilson, maybe Malik Willis. I I just don't, (laughs) I just I can't don't know do why it. we're doing. I, I just do I, why are we trading Brees Hall? Like I, this here's my advice to everybody right now: put down the the rookie pick. Put put it down. Just no, don't do it. You've you we've gone this far through the process. Like yeah. the draft is right is like in a week. You know what I mean? Like it's right there. Just wait. Don't just wait. Most of you draft after the NFL draft anyway. Just wait until the. Brees Hall lands in Buffalo. Do you know what you can get for 101 if that happens? It's a lot two 2023 more. first and the 105, right? Because of hype. Like I just I would just I would put it down and wait, man. Like I, I get all that tear down stuff, but just we've gone this far. Just have some dynasty discipline. Just wait. Be patient, damn it. Like I, I just I'm not doing it. Especially not this close, man. Like I get it. It may look even on paper today. He gets drafted by, and I know you can do it the opposite way. Well, Ray, what if he goes to the Jets? What if he goes to the Dolphins? What if, I, I, I will take that bet that he's going to get a favorable landing spot that are going, that's going to excite fantasy managers, and you'll be able to get more for the 101 than the 2023 first, the 105, and the 205. I, I just, mark my word, it's going to happen. Bookmark this shit. It's going to happen. So I would, I would wait. I love the Deontay Foreman, the 101 side of this one, man. Um. Joshua Jones says, how many firsts is the 2023, 20 is the 101 worth? Three. Bruce Hall goes to Buffalo. It's it's worth a lot, right? Three. He, he, go, he goes to Atlanta. Joe said, he goes to Atlanta. It's worth three. Two, yeah. two, it, it's worth multiple, right? Like, it's it just is. So, I would wait a minute. I would just wait. Dynasty discipline, y'all. Fucking wait. Wait a minute. Wait. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, the golden boy for a package the greatest, of picks. 
The greatest college football <laughs> prospect of all time. Man. There we um, go. Well, still. <laughs> who said that? Who who on earth would ever put a video out that said that? Uh, yeah. Neither here nor there. Trevor Lawrence was acquired for the 109, a 2023 first, a 2023 second, a 2023 third, a 2022 311, and the four, a, a late first and a 2023 first for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I want Trevor Lawrence. I want T-Law. really. I do. I do. I am giving him a a, a the the passiest of passes for you Urban Meyer's ineptitude. Urban Meyer didn't even know the players on his own team. Man, he didn't even know the players on his own team. Like that just that. Did you see Travis Etienne? Travis Etienne say, <laughs> "If I had to miss a year, I picked a good year to miss." Like, don't worry about yeah. it. Everybody's saying they're on the package side here. Um, if it's super flex, if all I got to give up is one on, if if all I got to give up is one oh nine and a twenty twenty three first to get Lawrence, oh man, look how far his value has fallen. Everybody and in the chats, like man, T Law's a bust. Uh, get the like, he was going in the first round of dynasty pro, <laughs> dynasty rookie draft, <laughs> dynasty draft, startup yeah, drafts. I, I'm I'm trying not to read the comments. He was going in the first round of startup drafts last year, man. Um, look at his value now. Nobody 109 is Isaiah Spiller in Superflex or Desmond Ritter and Matt Corral. We project the, the future first, mid to late. You know, hey buddy, I got a, 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 I got an intruder in here. 2023 first, mid to late. That that's all it takes to get T Law in Superflex. Like as my like you're that you're done with him after one season no, of I'm not lap done dance with Meyer lap dance Meyer uh, uh, kicking his kicker and telling him what did you tell the kicker what did you tell the kicker I run well, this I shit remember, so, it, it was like some that. some controversy like he we're, we're giving him bust bust already not bust but i think that you you have been giving him a pass and he was really bad yes, like he was i am giving he him was a pass. worse than just he was terrible bad rookie quarterback play. He was, like I'm he looked worse he than terrible. zach wilson looked worse than justin fields i don't even think that's debatable but i think this is a fair price to pay now i want people who aren't watching or listening to understand that this gentleman or or lady whoever it is is giving up their 23 first and their 23 second now, I don't know what your team structure looks like, but if Trevor Lawrence doesn't come through for you, what do those picks look like? And are you going to have buyer's remorse? Because if he doesn't have a good year this year, this is where I struggle with this trade, is that you're giving up your own picks in the next year to where if T-Law doesn't work out for you, you may be looking for and hoping for a CJ Stroud or a Bryce Young. And that is where I have a lot of trouble with this because you're betting on a guy who, yes, generational talent, tons of tons of potential his team now slightly better than last year yes travis Etienne. maybe they built to the draft we're not sure but you're really mortgaging not just your picks but your future assets on trevor lawrence Jay, and he was going right in the first round of dynasty startup drafts last year yeah and, and we talked about even, that right you don't even we, want to no, give no, him no. up 109 is isaiah spiller or Sam Howell in Superflex, or George Pickens. I'm fine Pickens. with that. I'm fine with that. And, I, I, I wanted to have the discussion of the larger issue where if he doesn't work out, your team could, like, I don't know who is on his roster, but I'm assuming it's his QB2, right? 
And and that's that's the issue. I understand the the risk here, and I think the pick the picks are fine. I think the price is good. I think it's a pretty fair trade. If but it depends on do you have to really believe in Trevor Lawrence to make this trade? What side do you want? What side? I'm taking the picks. I'm out. I'm taking the picks. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I told you. I told you last year when he was a top twelve pick. Give me Joe Burrow. I don't, give me Dak I, Prescott. I'm still on that side. It, it it just I couldn't take him that high. And even where he's drafted now in the second round, I'm still I'm still cautious, man. Like I I don't really want him at wow. these prices. He's a great quarterback, but if you got to make me choose, I'm choosing the picks. All right, I'm out. comments. Let me know. Let me know who, who what side of the deal do you? I think it's Trevor Lawrence, man. If all I got to do is give up, I get it. It's a 2023 first, but people are trading. People, let's let's keep it a bean. Let's keep it a buck. People are trading 2023 first for Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah. People were trading first rounders for Mitch Trubisky and Sam Darnold, man. And you're not willing to give up that and Howell, that and George Pickens, that and Spiller for Trevor Lawrence. I don't care about the seconds, and I damn sure don't care about the 405 and the 311. That's just irrelevant to me. It's 109 and a 2023 first. The second is valuable for T-Law. I, I I think the smart move in super flex leagues is I want because you're not even you're not even resetting with something I could see if that if the 2022 pick put you in a position to get Malik Willis right and you want to just take a shot on him like I'll just reset with Malik but is there at 109 do you believe that 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 Sam Howe or Ritter are better than Trevor L- you're not even resetting no at quarterback I don't, I don't think I don't think if you make this trade, you're necessarily trying to reset, right? You're probably looking at like yes, you, said, you are. Spiller. If you no, 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 no. If you trade T. Law, if you trade a quarterback that you either spent the 101 in rookie drafts or mm-hmm. a top 15 dynasty startup pick, if you're moving off of that asset after one year, you're 100 percent resetting the court. Like, think about the okay, value so, you just okay, lost. Okay. Off of well, that okay, but but let's think of it from another perspective, right? What could you trade those package of picks for? Do you think you could trade that package of picks for a better quarterback than than that you're happier cool. with? I think I you could. What what? So if if you traded, only you think thing, you could trade that package of picks for Matt Stafford? Maybe. Right? Like a Matt Stafford maybe. or Russell Wilson, maybe a Dak Prescott if the owner's not feeling too great about Prescott. So that's what I'm saying. I think you could, if you really wanted to, you could potentially parlay these picks into another player that you believe more in, right? From a production standpoint, instead of like you're saying, go and drafting another dart throw at quarterback with lower draft capital, lower prospect pedigree, and all of that. I, th- I just think that in a lot of ways, you're getting better value out of the picks, regardless of how you choose sure. to use them, than working with Trevor Lawrence. Okay. All right. That's, that's, that was a good point. I'll give you that one. That was a good point. If I could take that 2023 first, 2023 second, the 311 and the 405 and go get Stafford, okay, that, that's that's fair. But all I'm saying is uh, I think it's a little premature to just call him a bust and get – nobody on Jacksonville was good last year. Nobody. The whole team yeah. was god-awful. All of them, right? Everybody was bad besides Josh Allen, the defensive end. So – um, I just think it's a little premature to call him a bust based on, honestly, probably one of the worst head coaching hires we've seen since Bobby Petrino was coaching the Falcons. Like, it was it was this, that level of bad. And I was saying it from the, from the whole time. Um, all right, we got a couple of super chats. We'll get to those right at the end. We've got two more trades to talk about. Uh, Najee 
Harris. All right, let's zoom. Let's big this up a little bit. We got Najee Harris and the 104 being acquired for Calvin Ridley, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and a 2023 first. Najee. That's a weird one. 104 for Pittsburgh's passing attack. At stay at home Ridley and a 2023 first. Man, what do we even uh, do with this trade? You know, we uh, I think man, I don't know. I guess I'd probably take Najee in this instance. Uh, what, I I, it's, uh, what, I don't really know why I would take Yes, I, yes, I guess, would, yes, yes, it's not it's Najee Harris. I'm going to stay I'm going to save your your brain cells and in, in, in breath. It this is weird. You trade for the like the 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 Pittsburgh passing attack. Calvin Ridley and a 2023 first for Najee and the 104. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's it's a weird trade, you know. You're getting off Ridley. I don't really know why the person would do that. Because I think from a philosophy you don't know standpoint, why, it's which, like, why are you trading? Which side a, do you like? Which side do you like? I like the the received side, like the side you're showing, right? So wait, receiving you like Najee the, you and like 104. The, wait, you like the receiver side? Yeah, like getting Najee in the 104 for oh, the okay. receivers. I thought, you, I thought you meant you like the receivers. I was like, nah, man, it, it's no, Najee, no, no, no. man. Okay. No, no. So I think from just philosophy standpoint, right? Why are you trading a top five running back for no running back, right? Like that's just one of the biggest issues with the trade. I get Ridley playing next year and Deontay having a, a bright future, but I just don't think it's the right move. I, you you can't just trade a running a running back for a bunch of receivers and a guy who will play and the next year. And the 104. Yeah, yeah that's t- I. Yeah, no. I'm, Here's what's no, going to happen, man. I think um, I think what will happen. But we, we we've been talking about this. I think what's going to happen in rookie drafts is one of these wide receivers is going to get like prime landing spot. You know, they're going to be Chargers or they're going to go to you know Atlanta KC, or Green Bay, or KC. right? And I think if that happens, they're going to bump up into that 103 range. And there's a good chance 104 could be Kenneth Walker. So that could be Najee Harris and Kenneth Walker, two running backs. Uh, two top, I'm just being conservative here, top 20, one top three yeah. and another top 20 dynasty running back uh, for Deontay Johnson, who's good, but inefficient quarterback play. Claypool, don't get that at all. Ridley, fine, fine. And then a 2023 first. Yeah, I just don't like that. I don't like that side of the deal um, at all. Ugh. Ugh. All right. No, thank you. Yeah, last one we're going to take a look at this morning is uh, some quarterbacks, man. Uh, we got Kyle. This is this one is interesting. All right, so we got one side receiving Kyler Murray, Michael Pittman Jr. in the two ten four, Justin Fields the one oh seven, Saquon Barkley and Juju Smith Schuster. All right, best player in the deal, Kyler Murray. It's the best player in the deal. We lean that side. After that, I just asked the question, the, the next best player in the deal has to be Justin Fields, correct? Like, it has to be. Yeah. In Superflex, it has to be Justin Fields. Then my question is, who's the second best player in the deal? Because I can make Barkley. the case. Can't make the case. There's there's no case. And it's, and it's not because I believe in Saquon Barkley, because there will be a sell window, and you can get a haul, right? It's, it's If there's one thing I know about Saquon Barkley, Ooh. it's... His cell window will just whoo open wide at week five, week six, sometime midseason, right? And you go, you throw Saquon Barkley on the block. You say, I'll trade you Saquon Barkley and Juju Smith-Schuster, who has 500 yards in his first five games. Just give me three first. Jay. And you just unload it all. Jay. That's exactly what I would do. I'm here to say 
we had a big, big, big conversation about identifying breakout wide receivers, me and Scott Connor. And I think we're going to do a podcast on this because I think a lot of times we're trying to identify top six wide receivers. Like which one of the rookies can be top six? Which one of them can be top five? When you look at the top five dynasty wide receivers that we've had over the past five, six, seven years, Devontae Adams coming in as a rookie. Look, after his rookie season, he won top five, top six. DeAndre Hopkins wasn't top five, top six. Tyreek Hill wasn't top five, top six after his rookie season. I think we have to exclude Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. What we've seen them do is something that we've never seen in the NFL since, like, Randy Moss. Like, some people watching this, I remember you, I, you, you're, too, you're, you're even too young. I remember watching Randy Moss at Marshall, right? You, you, don't, you have no recollection of that. I didn't right? even know what Marshall was. I, I remember what, yeah, exactly. He was one of your friends, right? One of your friends in the neighborhood. Like, what we saw from them is not the norm. DJ Moore, you know what DJ Moore did after his first first after his rookie season? He had 788 yards after his rookie year, and I vividly remember going into 2019, people were over the moon excited about DJ Moore after Top a 700-yard receiving season. If that happens in today's NFL, you're ready, you're calling the receiver a bust if he only gets 700 receiving yards in a full season. Michael Pittman going into year 3 after playing with inefficient quarterbacks in back-to-back years. And earning targets after his rookie season, going for 503, and then in year two, doubling up his reception number, doubling up his receiving yard totals, um, and and tripling his his touchdown total. If if Michael Pittman is who we think he is with a more efficient quarterback, he should finish the season as a top twelve wideout. And I would argue that in this side of the trade, he's the second best player or the third best player after Justin Fields, and more valuable than even one Saquon Barkley. Having Matt Ryan this year, if they don't draft a wide receiver, uh, you could pencil in 90 for 12, 1,300 for Michael Pittman this year with Matt Ryan. I want Kyler Murray, Michael Pittman, and 201. Like, I, I, I get the 107, Justin Fields, Saquon Barkley, and Juju, but if you're asking me right now, like, what side of the trade that I would want, <sighs> It's probably Kyler Pittman in the 201 and the 210, man. I just, based on, in in these conversations, I want to dive more into this, but you you could be looking at top six quarterback, top 12 wide receiver in 2022 with Pittman uh, and and Matt Ryan. Fields, it seems like the Bears, you're hearing all all the stuff about um, yeah, 210, I said 201, 210. You're hearing all the things about the Bears wanting to reset and pretty much going to tank this year, essentially. And build around fields. We'll see, man. Um, and my thing is, this is if Pittman is who we think he is, and he's earned those targets, and he he, he went. I mean, people are sleeping on what he did last year. Eighty-eight for damn near eleven hundred and six. Uh, Pittman is legit, man. Um, you know, Kyler's contract situation. Joe's bringing it up. Is is we'll see. It's concerning, right? Now they're saying that he should be a trade candidate. I saw t- Kyler Murray should be a prime trade target for Atlanta. You know, you put Kyler Murray in Atlanta with Kyle Pitts, and if they take a Drake London or or Garrett Wilson early, that's just smash spot. Um, you know, he may sit out. It's just a, it's a lot of this is a this is a this is a tough one for me, Jay. What side? I didn't ask you what side of the trade do you want. 
So I honestly, I think I'm on the field side. I think I just like the package better, and I think okay. I would turn it into more than I traded away. But I think the narrative around Michael Pitton getting a QB upgrade is drastically overstated. I know that people don't like Carson Wentz, but he's also not a bad quarterback, right? He had no, a higher bad. yards per attempt. He's he had a bad. higher yards per attempt than Matt Ryan. He had a higher QBR than Matt Ryan. He threw more touchdowns than Matt Ryan. He had less interceptions than Matt Ryan. So why exactly is this a QB upgrade? for the Colts, right? And the Colts only threw the ball 520 times last year. So Falcons, Falcons I, have one of the worst offensive lines in football, and the Colts mm-hmm. have one of the best offensive lines in football. So Matt Ryan was literally scrambling for his life with no weapons outside of Kyle Pitts the entire season, whereas Carson Wentz had a great offensive line, the best running back in football, and a talented wide receiver in Michael Pittman Jr. So... Um, I think that the offensive line matters. Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan yep. ain't running around. He's a statute back there. So if you can't protect him and there is no Kyle Pitts, like it was Cordero Patterson and Kyle Pitts. That's all he had. That's all he had. So I'm, I'm, I'm projecting Matt Ryan. You replace Matt Ryan. You put Carson Wentz in Atlanta in that last year. Put Carson Wentz in Atlanta and put Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. And I bet you those stats look completely reversed. Completely. Atlanta was a shit show from all angles last year, man. Yeah, so, but the problem for me and where I, where I failed to see the upgrade factor is like Carson Wentz also went to Michael Pittman when he wasn't open, right? Like double cover, triple cover, doesn't matter. You got Yolo Wentz throwing you the ball. He sees, he sees Michael Pittman, he's throwing him the ball. And we saw that over and over and over. So that's where I struggle to see this massive upgrade because if he's, you know, not getting as, as open, Matt Ryan may not throw him the ball as much. Now, to your point, he will be the top target. I don't, I don't doubt that by any stretch. But I also saw I also saw Carson Wentz really throw Pittman the ball when he was not open, and Pittman made plays on those balls, and it and it did work out for them. So for me, I think we should expect more of the same from Pittman instead of expecting him to ascend. To your no, point, he could easily. I know you. I know you're a USC homer. You want him to be great, I, and I didn't not... like him as much. But I, I'm I like Pittman, right? But but could Juju do similar things to what Pittman could do? I think no. so. He's still playing with Patrick Mahomes. He's still playing in a great offense. And especially no. in a pass-heavy offense. If you want the other side of the deal, I'm fine with it. But I don't think that this narrative about Pittman being that much better with Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz is fair until we actually see it. Because the stats you sort make of a back it up. And who sort of finishes don't. with more receiving yards, receptions? Who's the better You're giving me out? Juju versus Pittman? You just said it. You just said it. You, you I said it's no guarantee. I said it's no guarantee. Well, I'm guaranteeing it. So you want a better okay. case of Topa Chico on it. I will bet you case Toba Chico that Juju Smith-Schuster has a better fantasy season than Michael Pittman. Straight up. Lock it in. Bet is good. I'm going to write this down. Another bet (laughs) that Jay owes me. Pittman versus Juju. And I don't think you thought this one out very well. but No, I thought it out. Bet is is good. Marlon, you want some of this action too? If you, if you want some of this action, if y'all think Juju, well, if you want to split the pot, Pitt, I won't say no. Pittman to then this season, let me know. All right, we had a couple of super chat questions. Let's get to it real quick. Ty in the building said, "I have 104, 111, 201, and 204 Superflex IDP. I have Mahomes and Watson at QB, and just traded for Maddie Ice for insurance. Do you go Willis at 104 or wide receiver? Jay, what do you think? Is Willis going to be there at 104? I don't know if he'll even be. He could there. be." He could be, depending on the league. I don't. I don't. To, if he goes to Carolina, if he goes to Detroit, if he goes to to Pittsburgh, I don't think he'll be there at 104. And I don't know your league, so I will say this: Superflex, 
Willis at 104, I like that a lot better than at 102. Um, and if Willis is on the board and it's Willis or a wide receiver, you go Willis because at 201 or 204, you can still get Jahan Dotson, George Pickens, Sky Moore, potentially a Chris Olave, Christian Watson. You still have the ammunition to get a good receiver. If you take a wide receiver at four and then try to tap into the uh, to the quarterback market at 111, 201, or 204, you're nuked. Um, so the, the correct play is if Willis is sitting there on the board for you at 104 and super flex, you take Malik Willis at 104. Appreciate the super chat. Super chat, uh, Ty, and beautiful family there, man. Looks like uh, you got your little man in the, in, in the building too, man. A little Christmas photo. All right, Carson uh, sent, a, sent a dollar for the super chat just to say Let's thank go. you. So I appreciate you, big dog. Marlon, same thing. Super chat Saturday. Appreciate you. Happy Easter. And then James said, uh, thanks for your help with Mooney on Thursday. No problem, James. All right. Um, that's the, uh, we just, like, we didn't really plan this. We just jumped on. Uh, Jay, all your super chat money is going to, uh, going to Ray. <laughs> no, it's, it's in the, it's in the holding tank. It's in the holding tank. Um, but I appreciate y'all tapping in on a random Saturday, uh, to come in here. Uh, what did Jay, Jay say, Joe say? Joe, I get Joe and Jay. I got Joe and Jay. I, the two Jays I talk to more I'm than anybody. KC going to draft Olave and nuke Juju's value. Talk that shit, Joe. Talk that shit, girl. All right. How, well, how, how, how are they going to get him though? Unless they, they're going to have to trade up. Because Olave ain't the 29. Yeah, yeah, he's going to go early. He's going to go early, unfortunately. Going to go early, unfortunately. Zach said my trade didn't make the cut. There were a lot of trades in there. I'll just pull them randomly. We'll get you in there, Zach. Throw throw another one, tag me, and I will make sure you're on the next show. But we appreciate y'all tapping in. Uh, if you can, comment on the channel. Tell us what trades you like, didn't like. If you got some trades that you want highlighted on the next show, put it in there. We probably won't get to it, but it, it's good for the algorithm. Hit thumbs up. Enjoy your uh, your your weekend. We've got an NBA prop bet video. Jay, you're supposed to post that, man. It's just sitting there in queue. Post that, man. We got some good plays that we're rolling with the NBA picks tonight. And uh, for those of y'all uh, who tap in every Monday, we're supposed to have Cody Carpentier on on Monday to talk about his mock. So tap into the Wake Up Show at 7 a.m. Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. I was getting all my there times mixed up. Um, but yeah, appreciate y'all. Love y'all, and we'll see you on.